0: has it the ghost of kiev shot down six russian jets the first day of the russian ukraine war making him the first ace since world war ii
1: We're not
0: To Kiev shot down six Russian jets the first day of the Russian Ukraine war, making him the first ace since World War II. Yeah, is it true? Is that
1: true? Yeah, is, it yeah, true? Is, that
0: true? Uh, is it true? Is it true? If it isn't, it ought to be. So here we are, coming to the end of the first week of March already. January's in the books, February is done. And uh, spring is just around the corner. Actually, I think it's down the hall and around the corner, but it's coming up on us fairly quickly. Did you watch President Biden's State of the Union address? I think uh, Joe did a pretty decent job. Yeah, I I think the speech did a a really strong job in trying to reunite the country that's been divided so uh, dramatically over the past six years, probably even before that, but been more prevalent in the last five or six years. But uh, I think Joe was on the right track, trying to get us to be American again, not uh, Republican versus Democrat, trying to get us all on the same page, which is so desperately needed. Mitch McConnell had his aha moment during Biden's speech. There was actually a shot of Mitch McConnell where you could actually see the blood draining from his face. And it came to where Biden was talking about going after these Russian oligarchs, all their cash their uh, mansions and their mega yachts. And uh, you could actually see Mitch McConnell just turn white as a ghost. And I I know what he was thinking. He was thinking, how will the Republicans ever win another election with our campaign funding drying up? Any gamers out there? I must admit, even at 60 years old, I still play video games like I'm 14. I don't play them as often as I like now because I'm busy, but uh, one of my favorite games is Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2. It's set in the late 1800s in the Old West. You're, the character that you play, uh, his name's Arthur Morgan, and he's an outlaw. And he's being hunted by gangs and Pinkertons, and uh, he robs trains and robs banks. It's a lot of fun. It's a, It's an open-world game, and what I mean by open-world is that you're— There's missions within the game, but you can roam around the map in the game and go anywhere you want. And one day while I was roaming through the game, I came across, get this, a KKK rally. That's right. A KKK rally where the characters in the game were dressed in sheets and burning across at night. And I didn't know what to think about this at first. I was kind of like taken aback because I'm like, so anti racist. So then I figured, well, I'm going to use this to my advantage, you know, because you have weapons. And uh, some of my favorite weapons is dynamite, you have sticks of dynamite that you can light and throw at things and uh, the other one is Molotov cocktails. So I would sneak up on these KKK rallies where they're burning a cross and they're all gathered around the cross and I'd throw a stick of dynamite right in the middle of them and blow them all up. And it gave me great satisfaction in the game. You can't do that in real life, of course, because you can't go around killing people. But uh, in the game, it, it did. It gave me a great, great satisfaction. Okay, can you explain something to me? Do the KKK still run around in sheets and hoods? Or do they just ride around in pickup trucks with Trump flags on the back? (laughs) Of course, in the news, Mitt Romney calls out Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar for attending and speaking at a white nationalist rally, calling them morons. Well, here's my response to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar.
1: Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you.
2: From the plush anchor studios, powered by Spotify, Modern Problems, the podcast with Johnny Benson.
0: Russian troops have occupied Ukraine's largest nuclear power plant, with managers working at gunpoint after a fire caused by their attack was extinguished, according to Ukrainian nuclear officials. Countries around the world swiftly condemned the episode, with the United States Embassy in Ukraine warning, an attack on a nuclear plant was a war crime, and the United Nations Security Council is convening an emergency meeting. In a statement Friday morning, local time, the State Nuclear Regulatory Inspectorate confirmed that the nuclear power plant in southeastern Ukraine was occupied by Russian military forces, but said officials remain in contact with plant management. The power plant's six reactors remain intact, though compartment auxiliary buildings for reactor unit one has been damaged. Four of the remaining units were being cooled down, while one unit is providing power. Direct attacks on a massive Russian convoy outside Kyiv, along with a destroyed bridge in the convoy's path, have stalled the Russian forces about 15 miles north of the city, a senior defense official said Friday. Meanwhile, Ukraine retains a significant majority of its air combat power, as Russian remains unable to establish air supremacy. Beset by the Omicron variant, high inflation and the uncertainty in Ukraine, Biden's poll numbers have lagged badly, with his approval rating stuck in the low 40s. A new NPR PBS NewsHour Mars poll suggests that that all might be changing. Biden's overall job approval rating among Americans is at 47% in the survey, up eight points from where he was in the same poll last month. The bump reflected in individual issues, too. A majority, 52% of Americans, now approve of how Biden's handling the situation with Russia and Ukraine, up 18 points from last month. On COVID 19, 55% now approve of the way he's handling the pandemic, up 8 points from last month, and 45% approve of his handling of the economy, a 9 point increase. Representative Lauren Bobart accused Biden of putting 13 American troops in coffins as she heckled Biden during his State of the Union address. This came at a point in the speech where Biden was speaking of his son's death from cancer. Bobart's comments are highly hypocritical considering the previous administration did nothing about Putin putting bounties on the heads of American troops. Last week, Mitt Romney called out Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar. For attending and speaking at a white nationalist rally, there's no place in, in either political party uh, for this white nationalism or racism. It's simply wrong. Uh, it's it's uh, as as you've indicated, speaking of evil, uh, it's evil as well and uh and you know marjorie taylor Greene and paul gosar i don't know them but i'm reminded of that old line from the butch cassidy the sundance kid movie where where one character says morons i've got morons on my team and i have to think anybody that would sit down with white nationalists and speak at their conference was certainly missing a few i keep iq points gosar responded by tweet stating mitt romney says speaking at a white national event makes me a moron does he think that bothers me being called stupid i've been called that my whole life from classmates from colleagues my constituents the media my siblings every teacher that I've ever had nice try though end of tweet mr. Gosar maybe they all can't be wrong also this past week this question was asked at a White House press briefing regarding oil production
2: Why not apply the same logic to energy and increase domestic production here Well, there are 9,000 approved oil leases that the oil companies are not tapping into currently. So I would ask them that question. Is there nothing that the administration can do to get those providers back to pre-pandemic levels? Do you think the oil companies don't have enough money to drill on the places that have been pre-approved? Just asking. I I would point that question to them, and we can talk about it more tomorrow when you learn more.
0: With owners and players unable to agree on a collective bargaining agreement to replace the previous deal that expired on December 1st, Major League Baseball Commissioner Ron Manford canceled the first two series for each of the 30 teams, cutting each club's schedule from 162 games to likely 156 at most. A total of 91 games were erased. After nine days of talks in Florida, negotiators headed home Wednesday after the breakdown of Manford's Tuesday deadline for the deal to preserve opening day. Baseball's ninth work stoppage was in its 92nd day as of Thursday, and the sport's first labor conflict to cause games to be canceled since the 1994-95 strike that wiped out the World Series for the first time in 90 years. Athletes from other major North American professional leagues have voiced their support for the Major League Players Association in recent days. And finally, a North Carolina woman is fighting the state's Department of Motor Vehicles to keep her unusual personalized license plate, which reads, fart. Carly Cindy of Asheville said she's applied for a license plate in October and was pleasantly surprised when the request was approved and she was issued the fart plate for the back of her pickup truck. Cindy said she received a letter in the mail from the DMV on February 25th telling her that complaints had been logged about her plate. The DMV told Cindy that she might be allowed to keep the plate if she replied to the letter with an explanation of what the plate meant to her and why she believes she should be allowed to keep using it. Cindy consulted with some friends and founded a group titled Friends of Asheville Recreational Trails, or f-a-r-t she said the group now has a mailing list a website and merchandise cindy said the group recently held its first meeting and 15 people showed up cindy sent the DMB a letter explaining why she should be allowed to keep the plate as reference to her new group she said she's waiting a reply you know every week here on modern problems i try to give you some life hacks some little tidbits or advice to help you navigate this hazardous terrain that we call life together. So I'm going to do that right now as I bring up what I want to talk about here. Okay, you ready for this? Number one, work out. You can automatically look sexier than 80% of the population by hitting the gym and eating clean. Number two, mean it. Do what you said you were going to do Accomplish your goals, people pay attention. Number three, don't give a fuck. When you don't care or react to people's BS, people get scared. They realize that they have no control over your emotions. Number four, create solutions. Too many people complain, create monetizable solutions, sell it and laugh in the faces of the complainers. Number five, control your actions and reactions. Some shit you can't control, but you can always control how you react to it. Remember, success is 5% brains and 95% consistency. Your time and energy is leaking from three cracks, social media, overthinking, and meaningless relationships. Instead of productivity hacks, fix these cracks first. If someone can't tell you what their flaws are, They have the most dangerous flaw of them all, the lack of self-awareness. Imagine playing Monopoly and never buying any assets or investments that generate income. Imagine you just went around collecting $200, giving your money to the rich, and trying to stay out of jail. That's how most people live their lives. Someone's ability to resist material things says more about their character rather than their ability to obtain them. Just because a relationship has lasted a long time, doesn't mean it's working. Self respect comes from self control. You'll never respect yourself if you're always a slave to people pleasing and external validation. Social media is designed to make you think maybe I should be somewhere else doing something else with someone else. But if you always think your happiness is somewhere else it'll never be where you are you know each week here on modern problems i try to give you a feel-good story and this week ashton kutcher and Myla Kunis announced their fundraiser for the Ukraine. Listen.
2: I was born in Chernivtsi, Ukraine in 1983. I came to America in 1991. I've always considered myself an American, a proud American. I love everything that this country has done for myself and my family. But today, I have never been more proud to be a Ukrainian. And I've never been more proud to be married to a Ukrainian. The events that have unfolded in Ukraine are devastating. There is no place in this world for this kind of unjust attack
0: on humanity. And while we witness the bravery of the people of the country that she was born in, we're also witness to the needs of those who have chosen safety. We're raising funds to support a relief effort that will have immediate impact and supply much-needed refugee and humanitarian aid to the area. The principal challenge right now is logistics. We need to get housing and we need to get supplies and resources into the area.
2: So Ashton and I um, have decided to match up to $3 million worth of donations to Airbnb.org and Flexport.org through GoFundMe.org in an effort to raise $30 million.
0: Flexport is going to be transporting the much-needed humanitarian aid directly to known NGOs on the ground that can ensure that that aid is received by the most needed parties.
2: And Airbnb will be supporting housing and cost of living to those who take in refugees.
0: We need your help to support them
2: please go to gofundme find our page donate what you can the people of ukraine are strong and brave but being strong and brave doesn't mean you're not worthy of support we need to support the people of ukraine please help us
0: let's stand support with them with everything we can thank you and now for the final word which comes in the form of a poem by james patrick Kenny. it's called the cold within six humans trapped in happenstance in the dark and bitter cold Each one possessed a stick of wood, or so the story's told. Their dying fire in need of logs, the first woman held hers back. For of the faces around the fire, she noticed one was black. The next man looking across the way saw not one of his church, and couldn't bring himself to give the fire his stick of birch. The third one sat in tattered clothes, he gave his coat a hitch. Why should his log be put to use to warm the idle rich? The rich man just sat back and thought of the wealth that he had in store, how he kept what he earned from the lazy, shiftless poor. The black man's face in revenge as the fire passed from sight, for all he saw in his stick of wood was a chance to spite the white. The last man of this forlorn group did not except regain Giving only to those who gave was how he played the game. The logs held tight in death still hands was proof of human sin. They did not die from the cold without. They died from the cold within. That's the podcast. Keep smiling. I'll talk to you next time. Smiling,
1: when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. When you're laughing, oh, when you're laughing. The sun comes shining through But when you're crying You bring on the rain So stop your sighing Be happy again Start smiling cause when you're smiling the whole world smiles Stop your sighing Be happy again Keep on smiling Cause when you're smiling